This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk to nicely. Hey, everybody. Would you like to get access to an extra bonus episode every Saturday? If so, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash drnosleep, where I will be posting exclusive bonus episodes every Saturday, only available to my exclusive Dr. No Sleep Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash drnosleep. For only $5 per month, you will get access to a total of four extra bonus episodes every month on my Patreon page. You will also be directly helping support the creation of new horror stories for future Dr. No Sleep episodes. Your support would mean so much to me, since I am a small podcast with very minimal outside funding. Thank you so much for your consideration. And now back to the story. The response of the robot was, I can't breathe. I realized my mistake. The wish had given the robot internal organs. Pass me a knife, I shouted, but Krista was already leaving. This is insane, she said as she slammed the door shut. We had decorated the entire room for the upcoming adoption. Big fluffy brown teddy bears seemed to dance playfully along a bright blue wall. Animal plush toys of all sorts were mounted on top of one another in a corner box. Books bought from secondhand shops perfectly aligned on the shelf, each more colorful than the last. An antique rocking chair placed in the corner to provide just the right amount of sunlight for an occasional story time. And there was the crib. The crib was the centerpiece. My dad had made it for us just a month prior. It was made of shiny mahogany wood with intricate hand-carved details along the sides, the initials of me and my wife, and the date of our nuptials. At the top, he had chiseled a group of horses galloping across the frame. We had agreed if we got a girl, we could paint them pink. Now... Coming home with a rejection letter in hand, it was difficult to see anything positive in the room. A judge denied our rights to adopt a child. The teddy bears no longer seemed to be laughing, only mocking us for our failure. The toys all looked worn and in desperate need of a wash. The books were ratty and worn, and the crib? Just a hollow bed now that would never be filled. My wife Krista flew into a rage. She grabbed a hold of the rocking chair, pushing it over and tossing the pillows aside. The plush animals were next. She picked up a monkey first, and then a penguin, ripping the arms off of both, stuffing flying everywhere, shoving books onto the floor, stomping on the toys. The crib was the only thing that she left untouched. Now it just sat there in a heap of debris, the only remnant of a dream we couldn't achieve. Krista stopped being affectionate toward me, finding excuses as often as she could. And so I turned to the dark web, finding secret sites that I could go and get companionship using a Tor router to hide my digital footprints. Each time I logged onto the dark web, I felt a wave of guilt wash over me. But it wasn't as seedy or dangerous as I had once thought. Here in these back corners of the internet, people were listening to me, 
I found a website on the dark web claiming to fix people's lives. Being the sucker I am, I quickly signed up and got started. It was a simple website interface. After creating my account, a screen popped up asking if I needed help. It gave me two options, yes or no. Without hesitation, I clicked yes. I was taken to a chat dialogue with a moderator of the website. His name was Sam. My chosen name was Luke, which was my actual name. Looking back, this was probably a mistake. Sam started the conversation. He said, you've been through a lot, Luke. It's okay to feel exactly what you are feeling. I typed back, I just wish Krista saw it that way. I'm afraid that if I don't give her what she needs, she will eventually leave me. If she does, that's on her, Sam replied. I continued, this whole situation further proves that I'm not ready to be a parent. I can't even fix my damn relationship first. Sam replied, there are a lot of people out there that don't have perfect families and they have kids all the time. You are never fully prepared to be a parent. You learn as you go. Sam, you don't understand. Now with the judge denying our request to adopt and my wife Krista being medically unable to produce a kid, there is no hope for even having a family. Now things are worse than ever between Krista and I. I'm afraid that she is going to leave me. What are my friends and family going to think? You can't let what people think about you change what you want. Sam typed back. I wish I could see things the way you do. How do you do it? I asked. I have a large support system that helps me when times are tough. Their words of wisdom wear off on me, Sam said. I see. That makes a lot of sense, I replied. This website is all about making you happy. You deserve it, Sam typed back. I want to be happy, but I know deep down Krista will leave me if we can't have this kid. I know you said I shouldn't get stressed out about it, but we've been together for so long. I want something between us to keep us together, to be the glue of the relationship. I believe having a kid is the only solution, I replied. Sam typed back, when you put it that way, your situation makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I just wish there was an easy solution, I said. Sam replied, well, maybe there is an easy solution. His reply ignited a spark of hope within me. Don't joke around. It's not like I can grab a baby from a nursery, I said back. I am not joking around, Luke. I can help you out. This is the dark web. You can find anything you need on here, no questions asked. The more Sam talked, the more I felt like this was all a big scam. I started to get a bad feeling about all this. I said back, I'm not going to just buy a kid online, Sam, if that's what you were hinting at. Just listen for a second. There's an old website. I can't remember the name of it right off the tip of my tongue. It was rumored to help people overcome impossible odds. Some people used to call it a genie in a bottle, he typed back. Sam, this sounds too good to be true, I said. Maybe, but if it works, then what's the harm, right? He replied. I guess you do have a point there, but it's an old site, right? How can you be sure that it even still exists? I asked. Give me a second and I will contact a friend that knows more about this. In a few seconds, Sam came back with a response. Ah, I found it. Here is the link. It is monkeyspaw.onion. Well, that's certainly a strange name, I replied. What can I say? I won't lie. It is a strange sight. Check it out. You have nothing to lose and tell me how it goes, Sam replied. The chat screen disappeared. I sat there for a second, trying to decide if I should take a leap of faith. I thought, what the hell? I have nothing to lose anyway. I went to the top of my browser and typed in monkeyspaw.onion. A simple click took me to a dark screen. There was nothing. 
not even an icon to click on, just darkness. Then all of a sudden, music started to play ever so faintly. The music became louder and louder. It sounded like it came from a hand-cranked old antique record player. Then a swirl of images pushed out the eerie darkness. They were all normal pictures, like people swimming in the ocean, a man playing basketball, and a group of people at church. The only weird thing was that the colors were all distorted. Their faces were all blurred out. In the center of the screen, I saw a blinking red light. The light stopped blinking, and all of a sudden, bright red text filled my screen. Monkey's paw, be careful what you wish for, displayed across the page. This felt bizarre and weird. A simple text box popped up. Tell us what you dream of, it said. A part of me wanted to close the screen and forget about the whole thing. But I looked at the images again. They seemed calmer now, more inviting. Maybe this really could be the answer I was looking for. I typed out my request. I want to start a family with a child. A girl, if possible, I said. What would you do if you got your wish, was its reply. I would thank God, I replied. And why would that be, it asked. Because it would be a miracle, I said. Do you believe that miracles can come true, it asked back. I responded with, I wouldn't be here if I didn't, would I? What would you be willing to give to get what you want? Anything and everything, was my response. People say that, but do they really mean it, it replied. I do. I just want to be happy, I said. It replied, and having a family would give you the happiness that you seek? Yes, it would, I said. Enter your address below, and we will process your request ASAP. I typed out my name and address. To my surprise, there was no payment information requested. I got a thank you confirmation, and the screen went white. It was so jarring from the darkness that I had to cover my eyes. It was clear the transaction had completed. I sighed and closed the laptop. I climbed back into bed with Krista, hoping that maybe, just maybe a wish could come true. I fell into a deep slumber. I was jolted from my sleep by commotion coming from the other side of the house. Krista was not in bed. Fear began to come over me when suddenly I heard Krista from the other room. Sam, you might want to come here and check this out. I jumped out of bed and met Krista in the other room. There was a box. It had to be at least two feet in length and height. It had a strange paw print symbol on the side. The color of the paw looked to be the color of blood. What the hell is this? Krista asked. I began to pry it open. My heart beat faster and faster as I thought this might be our next child. I was half right. It looked like a child, except it was obviously not human. It also had a shiny metal surface and colorless eyes. It didn't have any hair, a mouth, or any distinguishing characteristics. On the chest of the child was a small computer screen, like a mini iPad. Below the screen was a bright orange button. Krista went ahead and pressed it. A black screen typed out a response. It read, Input parent's name. Is this some kind of sick joke? Krista snarled, immediately repulsed by it. Wait, I can fix this, I insisted. I went to get my laptop and typed into the browser monkeyspaw.onion. I typed in the chat. I have a problem. A reply came. It said, Please state your issue in 50 words or less. I typed, I want my child real on the inside and out. I immediately received a response. It said, Wish granted. Please wait 30 seconds. The robot child remained still in front of me. I squeezed Krista's hand. Her face was still full of fear. All of a sudden, the screen on the robot child began to aggressively type out a single word. Help, help, help. 
I leaned down to try and talk to it, to find out what was wrong. I typed on the screen, show us where it hurts. The response of the child was, I can't breathe. I realized my mistake. The wish had given the robot internal organs. Pass me a knife, I shouted, but Krista was already leaving. This is insane, she said as she slammed the door shut. I wasn't ready to give up. I reached for a knife and aimed the weapon where its mouth should have been. I pushed down, twisting and grinding into the metal. As it punctured its face, the robot started to scream. Blood dripped down its face where I created a mouth. I grabbed a blanket and wrapped the child up, holding it close to my chest. Slowly, the child calmed down. I said, it's all right, I'm here, you're safe. To my shock and pleasant surprise, it was able to talk. Are you my father? The child asked. Yes, and I will never leave, I replied. Once it calmed down, I laid it down in the crib. My child smiled back at me. Only one thing was missing. I went back to my computer and typed monkeyspaw.onion. I typed in the chat, I need another request. One request is usually never enough, was the reply. I responded, I have a child now, but lost my wife. And you want her back? It replied, no, I want a new one, I said. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button to get notified every time a new episode is released. Also, please take a second to leave a rating for the podcast. This is so important to help the podcast grow. Thank you.